You're listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast, where we tell honest and encouraging stories about people whose lives have been transformed by the gospel. I'm Stephen Bush with the Austin Stone Story Team. From the Field is a series of stories about people from the Austin Stone who are sharing the gospel around the world. Today we will hear from Caleb and Ruth. They reflect on their hopes, fears, and dreams as they prepare to relocate to a region that is spiritually dark. I'm Caleb. I'm Ruth. And yeah, we're currently in uh, the Middle East. Yeah, we're hoping to relocate to another Middle Eastern country pretty soon, within the next six months to a year. I've seen since I've been on the field, you know, things just never go the way you plan. It's just never as easy. A fear for me is being the word stuck always comes into my mind, like stuck in the home because of culture. I mean, there's a lot of cultural limitations that I, I'm not used to. Most of the people making a commitment to Christ, like in a study, happens between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And that's kind of the when, when people chat and let their guard down and just kind of relax in the Arab culture. And that's just, that's, that's really hard for me to imagine my life like, like that. And all that is leading into moving to our next country, which is uh, very difficult. So within this particular region, compared to other areas, centers in the country, there weren't as many workers. And so the worker to you know, pop- population kind of ratio was low compared to the rest of the country. In this region, we heard of between 10 and 15 families that are trying to do church planting in a city of 8 to 10 million and relatively few Bible studies. And it was really cool because our team prayed together and we were all in unison like we do not want to go to this one specific area. So we can just take that off the table and we can pray about everything else. And then that's actually the specific place that the Lord just kept bringing back. Like that, yeah, that's where He wanted to put us. I think it started from the the head and statistics and then it just kind of got into the heart of like driving, driving us. Yeah, I can remember when you presented the statistics and I just remember going, oh no, like, why is that place the one that like, has the most need? Why? But then God quickly changed my heart, all of our hearts, to really grow this love for people that we don't know at all. I think for me, the reason that I went um, to the field originally and the reason that I'm still here, it's been the same. I've always been 
just really impacted by Jesus being the shepherd and that his sheep know him, they know his voice, knowing the truth that there are sheep in this country that they haven't heard him yet. And just that hope that there will be men and women and children from this place that we're going before the throne, worshiping him, and that we could have an impact in that. There's got to be someone to tell them and there's got to be a light in that darkness. This dark place, probably one of the darkest places in the world, Christ is, is light and the, the darkness cannot be in the presence of light. And so we have to believe, believe that. It, it is constantly just like a faith check. Like, do you really believe this is true? You know, is Christ really the light? Does darkness flee light? Is it that tangible, you know, how he believes? So I think like from there, then it became this like vision of piercing the, the darkness of, of unbelief, of, of, of Satan, of the world, you know, of this false religion. When I read the Gospels and I read the words of Christ, you know, when you read it and you like feed off it, when you like drink his words, you know, and you feel that refreshment and you're like, man, I just, I just love Christ, you know, like who speaks like this? You look at how he speaks about the kingdom and he's like, yes, you know, that is coming in its fullness. And I look at this dark place, I look at Islam, I look at their hopes and it's not there. There's no... Um, peace. They don't know why these, their systems are so broken. I feel like this place will have global repercussions if the gospel breaks in in this area. So I feel like there's a strategic aspect for which we are praying for, whether in our lifetime or not. Even if I don't see it in my lifetime, which we pray and believe that we will but even if we don't we still get to see it for eternity like they will be there he says they'll be there so they'll be there and it might be through us it might be through someone else but we get to worship with them if not in this lifetime for eternity and that's amazing Let's go to the hard places because Christ's going to win. We know what his promises are. And so let's get in the fight. Join us next week as we continue our new series, From the Field. We will hear from Allison. Now serving women in the Middle East, she initially struggled to see God's plan for her life. I'm so thankful when I look back at the year and the things that God is fulfilling and these dreams that I didn't know were dreams that like I wanted and how like perfectly He's orchestrated things that I couldn't have dreamt up on my own. I've never really lived in a place of such confidence of this is exactly where God has put me. If you have been moved by this story and feel led to support the work of these goers financially, you can find more information at austinstone.org forward slash send.
The Austin Stone Story Team is a ministry of the Austin Stone Community Church. You can find more of our stories at austinstone.org forward slash stories. Thank you for listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast. We will see you next week.